0: I'm Joey, and I'm Jeremy, and it's been a while since we actually recorded one of these. I know it's only been <laughs> a week for you guys, but it's been like two and a half, three for us. Yeah, so it's been a while. Uh, over this, over this long time between episodes, we have been listening to uh, Kid Cuddy's I think it was his first official mi- mixtape. I know he had one back out in 2001. Uh, his first, I guess, official mixtape called A Kid Named Cuddy. and it's both the earliest of us- thing
1: I can find. Well, I least on
0: a music service. Also. Yeah. Yeah, he had one and I found like rips of it on YouTube and it was it was pretty cool, but this is like where I guess he first started developing his real style. And I mean, we both like Kid Cudi. Like Yeah, we're, so we're both
1: big fans of Kid Cudi.
0: But I don't you said you had never heard this and we we said something about Kid See Ghost on the last episode, so it's that's true. why I picked it.
1: It's true. It was it was out of the blue.
0: It was new and it was good to go (laughs) i was waiting i was i was was waiting to see where that was gonna go yeah
1: Uh, like you said it's it's been a few weeks so if we're rusty with our segways then then that's what that's not why we're just bad at segways but it it, honestly it doesn't feel that long for me so yeah because
0: you probably had a fun time i was i was that's true time still in health health.
1: (laughs) (laughs) but yeah we're, we're gonna fucking get right into the intro
0: i was gonna okay were you gonna intro. segue into intros I, I was gonna segue to intro but you know what you segued to intro fucking so track we're just fucking it's, i just want to get back into it man okay let's get back into it what intro intro is that's the first track which i mean obvious but yeah i mean it's it's an intro period what are, what are your uh, initial thoughts jeremy
1: <laughs> well it's got some movie theater ambience it's, it's like a skit <laughs> Right, so it's like, it's just like him talking, there's a lot of background noise, and he's just, it's it's like someone's going to see a movie, or to experience an album, perhaps, which is, it's, it's cool, it's a cool concept, I suppose. It's got some, like, plucky acoustic that comes in, and then, like, a string swell, that leads right into Down Out, which is the first actual song on the album.
0: Yeah, but the only thing I had to say about intro, before we start Down and Out, sure. is, uh, it- I don't know. You've listened to Speed and Bullet to Heaven, right?
1: Yes, not as much as a lot of his other albums though.
0: So like I feel like and this is probably too much for uh for an episode where we're talking about an album that has 17 tracks, but <laughs> <laughs> but it's like so there were a lot of skits on Speed and Bullet to Heaven and I feel yeah. like this intro it was it was like a skit intro and I mean you used to hear it like you heard it you used to hear it on like a lot of mixtapes or like uh, I think slim uh the what was it slim shady lb i don't know i'm not super... yeah eminem does a lot of skits yeah on all and albums. it was like that kind of feel is kind of what i got out of it but yeah down and out second track now i guess i'll ask you for your real initial <laughs> thoughts because this yeah. is an actual song
1: so this is an interesting way to approach this album i suppose because as you said we're both fans of kid Cudi. i've listened to all of his other albums i think uh, which I mean, just all of his albums because this is a mixtape, mounted album. I, I don't know where the, <laughs> fucking, where the line is drawn there, um, but yeah, uh, "Speed and Bolt to Heaven" is probably the least listened to of all of his albums by me. Um, but this, it, it, I don't know. It's, it's got a quality to it of Kid Cudi still trying to figure out what Kid Cudi is. Yeah, to it. So th- it, it's he sounds a little bit like less confident I guess in the delivery at least in this track and, and throughout this album it, it feels like he's a, a little less confident in his skill which obviously it makes sense and it gives it more of like a, a rough kind of feeling at some point but it's kind of the staples of Kid Cudi you know there, there's some muted guitar that introduces kind of a, a hip-hoppy beat there's some synth strings for the chord progression it comes back with some wah for some, some, like, melody and stuff. There's a lot of vocal riffing, which Kid Cudi does a lot of. He just kind of, like, hums and he he sings and he he vocalizes without saying words a lot. Um, but yeah, it's it's Kid Cudi. It, 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 it's a kid named Cudi. It's it's clearly what I would have expected and what I did expect I guess of his first production, his first official mixtape, I suppose. Uh, layered vocals, another kind of thing that Kid Cudi does a lot of. Uh, at the end of the song, the music starts to melt and kind of detune a bit, and then it kind of feels like the machine has sputtered its last breath, and then the next track starts. But yeah, overall, it's 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 a little rough, it's a little raw, and I don't mean that in I guess the way that I've often described a lot of music you listen to, and that it's like underproduced or anything. But it just I don't know the the lack of confidence in the lack of feeling like he's comfortable with it. I guess at this point, kind of. It caught me a little bit off guard, but then I was like, well, okay, that makes sense.
0: Yeah, that's something I had to remind myself, honestly, several times during this, because I, while this wasn't my complete and total intro to Kid Cudi, this was pretty early. Like, I mean, I listened to Man on the Moon, Man on the Moon 2, and this mixtape. Mm-hmm. And then another one that was titled... Uh, mr rager and the smoker or maybe it was the smoker and mr rager but it was like a mixtape that he did with i guess some some other guy that i actually don't i, I don't know what <laughs> his smoker. name is yeah the smoker which is weird considering kid cuttings for per, like persona i guess that that he wouldn't be the smoker but i mean he yeah, is well. mr rager so <laughs> but but yeah i i had never really noticed the drop in kind of not necessarily in production but like just like it's a mixtape, there's a little bit of rough sounds on it. There's a yeah. little bit, it's not as fine tuned as like something like Man on the Moon or Man on the Moon 2, even though I mean, he had a pretty good production team behind him. It's still yeah, this,
1: this, this mixtape was produced by Plain Pat and Emil, who I think Emil is a very successful. I, I don't, I'm not as familiar with Plain Pat, but I know Emil has produced a ton of very successful albums. Yeah. Granted, I guess I don't know how, mu- how many of those were at this time, or if this was kind of towards the beginning of meal's kind of deal, but yeah, he's a very well-known producer, I think, at least in hip-hop and stuff now.
0: Yeah, and uh, something else that I like about this album that I don't know how other people might feel about it, like this song, and a lot of songs on the album, are essentially just straight rips of other songs like the yeah. music, and it's him just singing or rapping over it, like this song it's, the music is pretty much just a rip like i call it a rip some people might call it a sample i call it a rip because it's more than just like i don't know yeah, sampling. It's, it's
1: kind of this weird like cover territory yeah but, but using the original yeah I, I, i'm sure there's a term for it but yeah I, I couldn't tell you what the term is
0: yeah and i don't mean rip as in like rip off i mean like rip as in like he just took it like right.
1: ripped it out and put it but it's he, he it's... got the stems of the original tracks and just
0: kind of went with it yeah and this one was taken from uh, Outcast's Chonky Fire, which you know they're always good for good song titles. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but but I mean, this is where I think he started, Like like you said, he's trying to find himself. He's trying to find who he's going to be. And that's why I think this works so much, where it's like he's trying to figure out his style through other people's songs. Like I like the original of this song, but he takes it, and makes it a Kid Cudi song, which yeah. it's like something I wouldn't associate. I wouldn't hear this song and think, "Ah, oh, it's just somebody trying to take over an outcast song. I think this is yeah, a completely yeah. separate song, and I like I like both of them.
1: Yeah, and I, I, I'm not super well-versed in hip-hop history or anything, but I feel like back in the day, it was a lot more common to hear something like this, where there's just a beat that gets passed around from, I mean, if you look at like just classic music in general and like, I guess not classic as in classical, but like a lot of like older pop songs and stuff, they were performed by, you know, 12 different artists Mm -hmm. and they, they were all like, even the lyrics were the same. Granted, there was some, obviously some like room for tweaking from artist to artist, but a lot of those big, like classic pop staples, like frank sinatra territory or even like back in like the the ink spots or something spots and stuff like that yeah like the the songs got passed around i think and and i think i think kid Cudi maybe not intentionally was going for something like that but i think in some weird roundabout way i think he would he would like to view this as that yeah or or something because he he that that's just the vibe that i get from him and that like he he likes to share music and not not necessarily take it or or use it as like some hack to being uninspired or something but like i don't know just just the nature of music back then was a lot more simplistic and a lot less litigated I suppose. Yeah. so which
0: which i much prefer and i think a lot of a lot of people who are strictly creative, I th- I would like to think that they prefer that as well. Because I mean, it's still creativity to take something. Yeah. Maybe somebody else came up with the with the music to it, but you can flip it and make it your own. That's that's still a version of creativity. Maybe yeah. it's not the creativity where you make the song from the ground up, but it you make it your own. So
1: yeah, and at this point, again, Kid Cudi didn't really have a sound for himself. Uh, so this was kind of him like. Pulling pulling inspiration, or I guess not even inspiration, but like pulling from other artists and seeing what what he liked from them and kind of forming his own sound through other music kind of a thing, which you, I think you pretty much said earlier. But no, I'm just repeating <laughs> it to, to make it sound like I'm smart and making some grand cool points.
0: <laughs> well, you know what? We're both smart and we're both making grand cool points. And I guess we'll get to the lyrics because I feel like we've spent like 20 minutes on this song, it's but, but you know, this, like, I don't know if you're out there and you've listened to Kid Cudi, which you probably have, cause he's pretty big. Uh, this, this song is kind of typical Kid Cudi song topic. It's, yeah. he's talking about his mental health issues and how it's kind of formed who he is now. He's looking to get fucked up to get rid of what's in his head and, talking about overcoming that becoming the person that he is and doing his own thing to make his music.
1: Yeah. It's, it's very reminiscent of uh, like the beginning of man on the moon, Mm -hmm. his first album. A lot of this album is, is kind of similar. And I mean, even one of the songs is on man on the moon.
0: Three of the songs are technically. Oh, are we going to,
1: okay. Okay. We're going to have some things. (laughs) But yeah, even, even in here, like uh, he, he also introduces, The concepts and names of Solo Dolo and Man on the Moon and and things that are very much associated as uh, Kid Cudi characters or nicknames, I suppose. Yeah. Which is kind of of cool. It's kind of like an origin story, which, I mean, it makes sense because it's his first official mixtape.
0: Yeah, because, I mean, he's always out there, like, talking about doing your own thing, and it's really inspiring just wondering if like is there any love for people who are still making their own way in in the music business and life it's yeah it's pretty inspiring
1: i'm I'm glad you took that because i (laughs) i I was i was beginning to tread water and realize that i was running out of uh, out of stamina (laughs) track number three is is there any love uh featuring your boy Walla. hell yeah which uh i did not know I, i i didn't know a lot of the production or, or credits and stuff until getting my notes together because I didn't look a genius. So I didn't, I didn't really know. I just had song titles to go off of. But yeah, yeah. Wally's in the song.
0: Uh, this one is one of the ones that ended up on Man on the Moon end of days as as a bonus track on like the deluxe uh, edition. So okay. yeah. So yeah but, I don't think I've ever listened to the the deluxe edition, strangely. It's weird because I didn't know because I... You know, I was a teenager when I started listening to this music. I didn't pay for all of my music. I'm going to go ahead and say that. <laughs> how dare you? I just downloaded the album. Didn't know that it was... I didn't look up the disc, like the track list. Right. I just had the songs I downloaded and I got the deluxe edition. So I was like, okay, the song is on there. And, you know, it, it was only a bonus track yeah, for it's people interesting that paid extra that, money.
1: It's interesting how that'll like form because that... that this song is now in your perception of what man on the moon is yes and it is not or was not at least in my perception of what man on the moon is because i only ever had the the cd that i bought with my money from a <laughs> store that was not the digital uh, edition so yeah it's it's kind of kind of strange to think that i mean i guess that's why they're bonus tracks right they're yeah. they're not necessarily integral to the album at least from the artist's perspective but they they can become integral as someone perceives it as the like a full product with the bonus tracks kind of a thing so and
0: i still never took it in as part of the story i think i still was able to parse the actual story of the album because his albums are yeah. broken into sections and i could tell that this was like tacked on at the end because the, the three songs were kind of put at the end yeah. so and i it's... feel like
1: this one has a pretty distinct feeling from men on the moon, like men on the moon as an album in end of day has a feel to it for that. That kind of flows throughout the whole album. And like you said, it's, it's broken up into like three acts has like a story and there's even like narration and stuff on it. Uh, by common i think shout out to common (laughs) but uh yeah i i feel like this the song distinct has a distinct feel from that maybe just because i haven't heard it in the same context i'm thinking that but
0: it definitely does i'd say like
1: this one it has like an old school hip-hop kind of drum kit loop on it Uh, i don't know any of the sample credits on this so i don't know what is being taken from other songs
0: it's a dear god by monsters of folk which was a band that Jim James from My Morning Jacket was in. So. Okay, those are names that I'm vaguely familiar with. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, I really like the the drum kit sound the, that he has in the sample. Uh, it's a very stripped down song. There's no chords, there's no melody. There's occasionally some like brass hits. Um, but uh, there, there is also another sample in the chorus that I did look up from uh, a guy named Trevor Dandy. Mm-hmm. And the song title is named after it, it is there any love kind of a thing. But uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of groovy. It's kind of yeah. standard hip hop fare.
0: Yeah. That's the thing. Like there's a lot on this album that I ended up whenever I was trying to write notes, it kind of came back to standard hip hop, which yeah. this is, that sounds bad. <laughs> yeah. But...
1: Especially in the context of Kikai, Cause so there are elements of it that are staples of hip hop, but kid cuddy has always even on even on this he talks about it a lot on this mixtape about wanting to do things his own way and put his own twist and not necessarily adhere to, to at least at the time what was popular and what was trending necessarily in a lot of hip-hop music and and i think a lot of this like sampling of all, other things and specifically the samples he uses and the way he raps and and the way he sings. Like uh, there's a lot of novelty to this that that hadn't been seen in a lot of hip hop prior. So it's not to discredit him by saying that it's, it's standard hip hop stuff because there are elements that are, but there's also a lot of creativity and, and novelty brought in.
0: Yeah. And I guess I will state that I probably do have a bit of bias because of the type of like hip hop rap that I that I would listen to cuz I didn't mm-hmm. I didn't listen to like not to sound like a fucking hipster but I didn't listen to too <laughs> much of like the radio hip hop type stuff right and which was,
1: which was is I mean I guess it was always around us yeah because it's there they're like three radio stations around us yeah, yeah. but but it, it wasn't something that you sought out
0: Ex- yeah and so this is Very much in the style of stuff that I would have listened to back then, which Mm. granted could have not been what was out there. I mean, I probably listened to it because I thought it sounded different and it does kid cut. He like, he, he definitely puts his own spin on it. He, I just, whenever I was looking up just lyrics, just to make sure I had everything right for my notes recently, it was, there was an article that was like, why people love kid Cuddy's humming or something on the front page. (laughs) And I was just like, he, he, he just has his own, style that it just hits you and not necessarily like he doesn't really do it too much in this song right but it's it's just he he adds something that nobody else can add and it's because he does he does shit his own
1: way yeah it kind of feels like he has more like soul that he puts into it yeah
0: yeah this one and i mean so as far as the music goes it's it's more fast paced i guess than like down and out in the sense that it's it's got more energy to it. It still has a like a chill laid back feel with some like heavy bass kicks like the 808s. Yeah. That it feels good and then the like you said the brass brass stabs that come in, but yeah, it's it sounds more like a rap song than some of his other stuff, I guess.
1: Yeah, and lyrically it's also kind of not not to discredit what he's trying to do <laughs> with this album, but even lyrically, like it, it's kind of just bragging about the lifestyle of being famous, uh. Or or like, wait, I think I skipped ahead. <gasps> I'm so my notes are so disorganized this week. I apologize. How could you? But yeah, it, it's 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 just kind of like a, a typical like bragging, kind of like being a rapper. Half of half of what you rap about is bragging about being a rapper and being better than the haters and then thriving in in the negativity and and getting out of that kind of thing, which I don't know. It felt weird because at several points on this album, kid Cuddy is trying to make himself to, to not be that, to kind of rap about what's real and what will have an impact on people instead of bragging about where he is or, or talking about the things that every rapper talks about and and being relatable, which I, I don't know. I feel like half the tracks, he, he nails what he wants. And then half the tracks, it kind of feels like he's maybe just kind of giving into the, the, I guess. Theming of a lot of rap being better than ever, like other rappers and, and kind of just, I don't know. It felt somewhat generic to me as opposed. Yeah. Weirdly.
0: And I think he's trying to go for like, look what I did by, I, I did it my own way. And I'm, I can still say this because I still made it out on top. But I do feel a disconnect between songs like this and songs like Man on the Moon yeah. and Embrace the Mars. Like stuff that you're going to hear later in the album. And it does seem like he hasn't quite made it to that point yet for him to reflect back on it. Because there is a lot of... And I mean, I know he was his own like local thing. Like he was big before it, like there's a reason this, he got this mix mix mixtape out. Like, yeah, he he wasn't just some fucking nobody before this came out. He was obviously had a following and everything, but it does seem kind of weird. It seems like he took the half, the introspective introspective half of this album and then was like, this is what I need to focus on and made man on the moon.
1: Yeah. And maybe I think part of that could easily be that he had probably written some of these songs prior to the the conception of having a mixtape kind of a thing released. And so yeah. like there maybe they're just remnants of his past where when he was coming up he was still trying to kind of fit some of that and then he realized that he doesn't want to just rap about the same boring shit all the time and he wants to actually make an impact with his lyrics and stuff. So maybe maybe there's there's some justice, some validity. Into having some songs like that on here, especially because this isn't even on like a studio album yet.
0: Yeah. I mean, I guess if he wanted a mixtape, like what Cuddy wants, Cuddy gets. Like... <laughs> <laughs>
1: Kill it. I'm so glad you're on, on your game tonight because I am not on my game for segues at all. Track number four Cuddy <laughs> Uh
0: This what, one is. Yeah. It's, it's Get it's Gets. I, I guess I was one letter <laughs> off, but it's it's fine. But this one, it's built off of a song. Or like beat that was actually made by Jay Dilla, who is another artist that we need to look into on the podcast. If you okay.
1: haven't, I've not. I, I have okay. no idea. I could not name one song that Jay Dilla has released.
0: It's fucking sick, dude. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it's beats, but I mean beat heavy. I guess I should say okay. it's not only beats, but
1: I'm okay with. I mean, I'm okay with only beats. A relative to Kid Cudi, Ratatat. He uses a lot of Ratatat collaborations. Yeah. Uh, and I'd love Ratatat, so I'm okay with just beats. I guess is what I'm saying.
0: Hell yeah! Okay, cool, cool. What'd you think of this song, huh? Yeah, it's so it
1: starts with some like little kids singing "Come on, feel the noise," <laughs> uh, which is kind of interesting. It's also in the chorus, um, but yeah, it's it's got some kind of quiet guitar and some jungly toms to it. Wait, why am I my notes? Okay, no, that was right. We're that good. was right that was good. my You're brain right. is, I'm so scattered this week guys I'm so sorry but yeah I, I, it's 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 good it's it's not my favorite on on the thing but it's it's got some you, you mentioned earlier speed and bolt to heaven and I feel like it's gonna come up a few more times because <laughs> it's very much a similar sound yeah uh, which I mean I again it's I haven't listened to speed and bolt to heaven a whole lot. I definitely haven't listened to it recently. maybe I should have gone back and listened to it um because i don't i don't know there's there's for those who don't know Speed and boats of heaven is kind of more of an like an indie rock kind of vibe yeah to it i i don't know what necessarily the right words for the the genre are but he he has a lot more stuff that sounds kind of like this where it's just like it's guitar driven hip hop music i suppose yeah which is it's but it it's it's not like Eminem's like uh what's his fucking why can't I think of his song
0: what the song that Lose, was like the Eagles Lose yourself. song no Lose, oh, yourself. Lose yourself okay
1: uh, it's not like that kind of guitar like it's it's like rough crunchy like
0: like rock kind of guitar rocky I guess.
1: grungy almost punk kind of loud guitar noise kind of thing but yeah the, the song kind of reminds me of Speed and Bolt Heaven I guess is what, the roundabout of what I'm trying to say
0: yeah I could see that I mean Speed and bullet to heaven not to keep harping on an album we're not talking about but uh it's kind of <laughs> like yeah it's like the black sheep like a lot of people i feel like i've heard don't like it yeah. i i like it it's not i mean it's not my favorite or anything but think, it was like i think
1: for me personally i know this is again way off topic well not way <laughs> off topic but off topic i i feel like for me personally it's just because wizard existed yep and it, it feels like it would have better suited a wizard project than a kid Cudi project
0: I was actually about to say that same exact thing. We're on a fucking, we're on the same wavelength. Well,
1: maybe, was, maybe that, that, I don't know. I don't know what I was going to say. My
0: brain's yeah, like I, I don't know what you're going to say either. But this, yeah, this song, it feels kind of chaotic with the way that the drums kind of like have this off kilter march yeah. feel to it. And then there's like the background. It's like, ooh, like type thing going on in the background, whatever he is. <laughs> but yeah, this one is more of your typical braggy type stuff from hip hop around that time it's like he's kind of feeling out where he can kind of go or maybe this is his comfort zone and the other more introspective stuff is him feeling it out i mean it's a cool vibe song but yeah it's not it's not my favorite on the album yeah, either there's not a lot not a lot
1: going on there unlike his his first album man on the moon in
0: parentheses, in parentheses the anthem
1: <laughs> i don't know if is that an official i, I mean i guess genius has the like actual back art of the thing. So I guess that is an official subtitle. YouTube Music does not have any uh, subtitles to any of the songs that are on this mixtape for some reason. Also, YouTube Music did not have uh, Day and Night on here. Yeah, is, I, I had to message Joey and make sure that we were doing it because it wasn't. I don't know. I don't know. YouTube Music, you need to get your shit together. Is, is what I'm trying to say.
0: For real, like I don't. I don't understand it. Also, another song. We'll, we'll get to that song whenever it gets. Okay, that, but "Men
1: on the Moon" strike number five, the anthem in parentheses, as a as a subtitle. This one has some reversed samples, which are always cool. It's got some distorted bass, some light dainty keys, some soft acoustic guitar, things that are kind of cool. I'm gonna
0: and, give you a quiz before you go any further. Dear Lord, do you know what sample this is?
1: I uh, I don't think I wrote it down. Let me look at the lyrics and get the song in my head real quick. Uh, no, I I, I have the song in my head. I don't know what the sample is.
0: Okay, it's No Saj thing. It's his song. That's the guy's name. His song's Aquarium. I was asking because uh, for your for your little your little excursion, you asked me to make you. A playlist. Uh, and I put this song on there. Did you? <laughs> I did.
1: Okay, so <laughs> I went on a two week road trip for those out of the loop. Enjoy made me a playlist. I listened to the playlist on the first day of my road trip going out.
0: It was a terrible playlist, by the way. Like, I just was not, I don't know what I was fucking doing. Um, it, it wasn't it. bad.
1: It, 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 I don't know. Some of it made sense, some of it didn't make sense. But uh, I listened to it one time and I kind of had a a mental rule in my mind that I wasn't going to listen to the same album twice. And I think I extended that to that playlist. So I listened to the playlist on my way out. That was the first thing I listened to when I left. Uh, And I never listened to it again and have not listened to it, but there were some songs on it that I, I wanted to come back to, but it was just kind of like a mental thing where I was just like, okay, I'm putting this aside. This was, this was step one. This was me leaving the house and getting out on the road. And then I listened to entire discographies by other bands and never listen to the same album twice in 2 weeks which doesn't sound like an impressive feat but i drove over 6000 miles so that it was a lot of music that it was just kind of like
0: I, I'd say that, and out. that's pretty impressive honestly like i can't even go the same day without listening to the same album twice sometimes <laughs> so like
1: yeah but yeah, I did not pick up on the sample. Shame on you for pulling that over on me. Shame <laughs> on me for not realizing it. I guess I did uh, it on purpose. So yeah, that that sounds like something you do. Did not notice. I do like the sample though. I, I like the the just everything in the song it's, it's got a lot of nice texture to it with a lot of like vocal samples and the music samples. It's not a super loud, prominent beat it's got some like beatbox samples in it. And I think it benefits from that and just overall the music direction. I really enjoyed this track.
0: Yeah, definitely the sample choice. And I mean, the extra production that was added on top of it. Cause I mean, it's not just him playing the exact song and rapping over it, but like there's, there's added stuff to it, but it's just a very good choice for, I mean, the song's called man on the moon. His, his kind of alter ego is the man on the moon solo. Like he's, he's alone. He's an outsider, and the song very much reflects that. It feels like you're on the outside looking in, in space, just kind of out there on your own, and it just does a really good job of highlighting that.
1: I agree. And lyrically, it's about him. This is like the most Kid Cudi track, I think, on the album, which makes sense because it's Man on the Moon, which was also the title of his next two albums. (laughs) Um, But uh, yeah, it's it's about him trying to bring that new perspective to the rap game, both lyrically and musically. And it's him defining himself and saying, you know what, I don't care if you don't like it or if you don't understand where I'm going with my music. I like it, and that's how I'm going to make it.
0: And you know he does, which is
1: pretty cool. It is. It's very cool. Listen to all of his albums. Yeah, <laughs> listen. All to fantastic.
0: Every single one of them. And then you know, say a prayer for all the people who aren't <laughs> ever going to be able to listen to them because they they don't want to. Kill I guess. it, man. Kill it. <laughs> Track
1: number six, the prayer. Boom, Joey. I don't. I don't know. It. I feel like you're you're taking all of the the, the energy that I'm missing. Like I I've, I've thrown all of my Segway energy into the ether and you're pulling it in and you're just knocking these out of the park for me, which I love
0: sucking it up. Like some sort of Segway sucker
1: (laughs) track number six, the prayer. Uh, it's got some more, some more kind of cutty vocal riffing stuff in the intro over like a muted beat The song starts and has, again, it's, it's not like a super prominent big, like typical rap beat. It's just a kick, a snare, some little like, light guitar lick kind of goes on. There's some the the chorus hits me with the drums because there's like some soft ride cymbal and the snare. It just sounds nice and yeah, some little synthy boops for for flavor. It's just just
0: just delicious. This is a great song. I fucking love this song because I actually discovered so the song the the sample on this one is a band of horses song. It's the funeral and holy shit, do I like band of horses? <laughs> and never never heard of them or listened I, to any of their music. I kind of, like, started listening to them both at the same time. I mean, I, I think I did hear of Kid Cudi first, but I had never really put together, and then I heard the Band of Horses song not too much later and was like, oh, my God, this is fucking great. <laughs> but, it's yeah, it's just this cool guitar part that's just kind of, like, gentle, and, I mean, it really complements the way that he sings. He's got this very emotional, like like you said, he vocalizes a lot of yeah I, I, it, he has a way of putting <laughs> his his like i i don't know i don't know if i want to say pain but like his feelings yeah into just sounds not words but sounds right and it's, it's just great
1: notably like like you said Cuddy has a very prominent humming that he does in a lot mm-hmm. of his songs and people fucking love it because it i don't know, it just feels so it feels good it feels warm and it feels real and it conveys what he's feeling and and it's it's kind of strange and but music be like that you
0: know yeah it do it really do (laughs) (laughs) lyrically uh this
1: one's uh another kind of defining song for him i think he's talking about not being afraid to die and instead he's using his life to speak on what's real instead of you know running the same rap game that everyone else does and rapping about shit He, he calls out uh, he says so if i slip away if i die today the last thing you remember won't be about some apple bottom jeans with the boots with the fur which fuck that song
0: for a while. it fucking oh my god what a time that was <laughs> exactly Like Wait, god he, damn. this is him
1: distancing he's like that shit yeah. doesn't matter no, he doesn't want someone to like hear him say those words because they don't mean anything there's yeah. no there's no there's no way that that's going to impact anybody And that's what he wants to do is kind of have some sort of impact on the listeners and and the world potentially.
0: And, you know, Scott, since we're on a first name basis for whatever reason, dude, if you're out there, I mean, I know you hear this all the time, but you really did. You made an impact. For
1: sure. Like fucking man on the moon one is one of, if not the album that kind of pushed me into hip hop and i i always like credit man on the moon one as being like the album that made me understand hip hop and made me get into it kind of a thing not that i'm like super into hip hop in, in general but it, that's definitely what like it, it turned me from the like man all this hip hop bullshit like rapping about apple bottom jeans it's <laughs> like okay there's there's something here for me that i can enjoy yeah so good on you scott
0: yeah rock on man you know that, it. it was like day and night the switch that hit in me.
1: <laughs> killed it man track number seven day and night everyone's heard this fucking song
0: yeah i don't think there's anybody out there who has not
1: heard you, this song you know how the song is it's, it's kind of spacey this is kid cuddy this yeah. is his sound with a lot of like spacey sense and, and i i'm not gonna talk about the music because if you haven't heard the song a you're a liar b go listen to it and you'll know Cause it's 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 a good song,
0: but yeah, I think I think this honestly might have been the first Kid Cudi song that I ever heard. Just like I heard it on the radio yeah, or something.
1: It was everywhere. It was huge, and it, I heard it before I realized it was Kid Cudi, probably, and like before I considered like hip hop as a thing. But but yeah, day and night, it's it's a fantastic track musically. I love it, everything about it, and it, it's this is the pinnacle. Not the pinnacle this is this is the <laughs> the the first big like defining track for kid gutty and i was surprised that it was on this mixtape yeah it's it sounds so different because like i don't know again my perception is that man on the moon every track on that album feels like it belongs there yeah and there's just like there's a flow there's just there's like a tone to every song on that album that kind of flows from track to track and hearing day and night outside of that context is kind of jarring. And it kind of like, it it makes my brain kind of freak out and be like, wait, (laughs) why is, why did this exist outside of man on the moon? Because it's such like an integral part of man on the moon for me.
0: Because he was building to that. And right. Logistically,
1: this, I understand it, but yeah. like it—it it feels so foreign to hear it outside of that context.
0: Yeah. Also, I forgot to mention, "Man on the Moon" was also a song that was put on "Man on the Moon" as a bonus track. That was ah. one of the three. I that, actually that one makes
1: re- sense. That one yeah. I can feel being on "Man on the Moon" because it has a similar vibe. So that makes sense to me.
0: Yeah. But day and the, day and night, I mean, it's. I don't know what to say about it that hasn't already been said. (laughs) Yeah. Like, honestly, it's, it's as far as the lyrics go, it's about like him just being on his own, like living his life, doing his thing. I mean, he's, he's on his own at night, just doing his, doing his thing, trying to make his music smoking. Cause you know, that's, that's what Kid Cudi does.
1: That's one of his defining characteristics (laughs) (laughs) for real,
0: (laughs) but yeah, he's just doing his thing. I mean, it's talking about he's, he's on his shit. He's, making this mixtape for us and living his life.
1: Yeah. And there's, there's kind of an undertone of it that like he's alone. I mean, again, he's solo. he's Mr. Solo Dolo, like the, the, the lonely stoner, Mr. Solo, solo, Dolo. Like there's this undertone of sadness that like sadness and loneliness, but he's, he's able to set that all aside. Right. It's kind of the, the dichotomy of him is where like he's sad and lonely, but he lets it all go away. You know he he gets he gets through his days, he gets shit done despite that, and he's he's able to sit it down maybe with the help of weed, but <laughs> he's he's able to like subdue that part of him to get his shit done,
0: yeah, i mean the the parts of him that make him feel alien make him feel foreign <laughs> like he he just really sits down on his own i like you said, maybe with the help of weed, he embraces the Martian to help. I I guess make make this beautiful art that we get to experience.
1: Fuck it. You're like eight for eight at this point. Boom, boom, boom. Only nine more to go. (laughs) God, we're running out of time. Embrace the Martian, track number eight. This one's got some more like electro synths kind of thing going on with it. It's got a driving kick bass. This one reminds me a lot of Heart of a Lion from Man on the Moon. I don't know if it was like a direct inspiration or anything from it. But just like the drive and the flow of it, and and how he wraps it, kind of kind of gives me that feel. Uh, a lot of the music drops out in the third verse, which totally fits the lines because he's talking about destroying the world and rebuilding it. Hell like yeah, that was kind of a cool touch. It's always nice when the lyrics and the music are on the same page.
0: Yeah, I think Adam Neely has a has a video about that. If you guys want to go check it out, about whenever the the uh, the lyrics in a song reflect what the music is doing.
1: I think usually it's the other way around, but you well. Know. That's, that's a discussion in itself, I
0: guess. That's a discussion for another episode. <laughs> <There we go. laughs> One day we're going to do all this. No, we're not. Don't lie to the people. <laughs> but yeah, the third verse and going into the bridge. I really like the bridge as well. It's just, man, like, yeah, the beat backs out. And then his just his voice going into the bridge whenever he's just like actually singing over kind of the sparkly synth keyboard, whatever line that's going on in the background. It feels like you're flying through space. Like a Martian. Which is you know.
1: Kid Cut his his aesthetic. He likes space. He likes the moon. He likes Star Wars. <laughs> He's a huge Star Wars fan. Well, rock on, man. I remember That's awesome. side slight side tangent about this. Uh, I think it was for the Force Awakens. One of the newer Disney Star Wars I th- it had to have been Force Awakens. He uh bought bought, he rented, I guess, a full like theater for one of the showings for the force awakens and just like he tweeted out saying the address and he's like, Hey, like if you show up at this address with some kid cutty merch, I'll let you in and we can all watch the force awakens together. Oh, like, how my fucking God. cool is that?
0: That's awesome. You're going to get some crazy fucking people showing up though.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there's a limited time obviously, cause it's only one theater, but yeah, I guess that's true. That'd be kind of a cool experience. Anyways, the song uh, I mean, again, it's Embrace the Martian, it's kind of, kind of there in the title, is, is him struggling with being accepted for the untraditional music that he's making and not letting the naysayers put, put that to a point that it stops him from making music. He, he doesn't want to stop making the music, he just wants people to accept him for what he is making and he wants to elevate people. And he's not gonna be he's not gonna be deterred by the haters.
0: Yeah, you gotta embrace the Martian within you. the The thing that sets you apart is what you need to to live with. Like, it's I don't know. It's it's a running theme in his yeah. music that the more you embrace what makes you different, the more you are gonna be able to find yourself and create some some cool shit like he does. I mean one of the one of these days, like if you create something cool enough, it might even send you all the way to Hawaii where you're going to land. And like, I don't know. Have you ever been to Maui? Like, wow. dude, it's, it's fucking great.
1: The biggest stretch on, on the album. I was waiting for it. I was like, man, he's really going hard for this. Drag number nine, Maui, wowie. All I got to say is wow. Joey. Oh God, I mean, you made it. This one yeah. kind of carries over some of the, the electronic elements from the past track the prior track and it's a little spacey but it also has some like kind of typical club vibes to it i don't really like understand this track from a production standpoint <laughs> or like it's even in the context of this album it doesn't really make sense to me because it, it's it sounds more like a club party track kind of a thing like it, it's it's more of that kind of boots with the fur right where, where yeah it feels like it's not really about anything
0: it's like his smoker aspect coming out, I guess. Where it's like, I mean, because I mean, in day and night, it's not like he's trying to hide anything, right? Like, but it's it's more focused on the introspection. Where this is more focused on like the the smoking aspect of it, and I mean, in Hawaii, man, yeah, exactly. Like he's <laughs> the, the song is literally about going to Hawaii with the sole intent of buying a specific strain to to smoke, and then because it's just that great. Uh, apparently
1: Dude, apparently makes him go wowee,
0: <laughs> and then it ends with a
1: fart because yeah. fart jokes because fart jokes which is so. this is the second one on the album we didn't mention it in the intro there's also yeah, a fart there was <laughs> and I don't really like i don't I, it's, it's so jarring it feels like especially coming off of like embrace the martian and, and yeah. day and night to to end up here it, it i don't know it feels very out of place for me i think yeah. that i think this track could maybe be left off the next day.
0: I, this is, I will say, back in, back in my days, this was one that would always get turned up just to like, we all like, everybody sings the, the chorus and you're just like, everybody knows all the words, but that's, that's not necessarily what I now listen to Kid Cudi for. I just, what did you just do?
1: Sorry, I was, I was trying to find, the chorus of the song is literally just going back to Honolulu, just to get that Maui Waui. Like it's, it's, I'm it's, so high. It's just, I, I'm I've so never high. been at a, at a point in my life. Obviously we have very different backgrounds, Joey, I guess is the root of this, but there's never been a point in my life where I would have been in a car full of people or a room full of people singing this. Well, you know, it just like, it feels, it feels cringe, bro.
0: Yeah. Well, you know what? There's, there's 50 <laughs> ways to make a record, dude. Like you don't, That's you true. don't have to, you I don't have
1: to... have to agree with it. I I can find one of the other 49 ways to make a record. Yeah. There's also 50 ways to leave your lover.
0: Yeah. Oh, okay. So you did some research on this. Track number 10 is called 50 50 ways to make a record is track number 10. Yeah.
1: And it's, it's samples heavily samples heavily. It uses the music from Paul Simon's 50 ways to leave your lover.
0: Yeah. This is the big, this is a big one where it's just, (laughs) it is literally, just 50 ways to leave your right. lover it's bar it's of not, the chorus
1: yeah that's what i was gonna say it, it doesn't have the chorus section from 50 ways to leave your lover but it's it's straight up there which is a song i had already heard i didn't do research i was just like this was the one that i noted that i caught. I like, this is another song i know this song
0: <laughs> even yeah. the me- like the vocal melody and everything. <laughs> yeah
1: everything it, it's a, it's like a parody kind of yeah. or a cover in uh, the kid Cudi fashion of it but uh yeah it's a pretty summery chill vibe got some clean guitar instrumentation got some some boops and beeps to kind of tweak the song and make it more his thing i think especially in the outro that kind of blends into the next track but it's it's this point i was like okay this is a very distinct sound from maui wowie which was the prior track (laughs) and it kind of makes me wonder if maui wowie was more meant as satire or included as like just a reminder maybe to himself or maybe to the audience of what the typical like hip hop style was, I guess. And just to, to further distance him Cause you yeah. know, black looks blacker when it's next to white kind of thing. Like, yeah, I don't know. It, it just, th- that was my way of trying to justify how distinct Maui, Wiley was from the rest of the album it was just like, well, maybe, maybe it was meant as an inclusion specifically to like set apart the rest of what he's trying to do.
0: Yeah, and it, even in a way, be like, hey, I can do this too, but I'm choosing yeah. not to. Yeah, I can see that. It, I mean, it's reading it, too much into it. <laughs> I mean, when we think about this song and even the next few songs, it is a stark difference, especially the songs before it, like before yeah. Maui Maui, like the, fir- the three songs before that were Man on the Moon, Day and Night, like Embrace the Martian. It's like completely different songs.
1: I kind of wonder... No, I think nine is like, it's like the midway point of the album. So yeah. maybe, maybe this was him first experimenting with the idea of chunking up an album into sections that he that then carried be. over in, into like the acts of man on the moon and stuff, but maybe, maybe that's given him too much credit.
0: Maybe it is, but he deserves credit.
1: He does, Scott. You're you're a cool dude. Not trying Pretty to sell cool. you short. I just don't get Maui. well
0: <laughs> <laughs> I do, but I don't anymore. I think like not necessarily that. It's more like that's not like I said. That's not what I listen to Kid Cudi for at least right. anymore. It's more like because I mean he broke ground. I'd I'd say in like subject matter when it comes to mainstream ish hip hop. Sure. Like with the talking about like, I don't know struggles of mental health. Mainly more on Man on the Moon, but yeah, like I mean, I mean those those roots here. are very clearly here. Yeah,
1: in this album, Fifty Ways to Make a Record. It's again, that's kind of about the difference between the music Cuddy wants to make and the music that everyone at the time was making, and and him just kind of saying like, look, there's we don't have to keep making the same record over and over again. There's so many different ways to to make music your own and this is this is my way to make music and it's acceptable just like obviously the way that hip-hop was going to like the the kind of standard hip-hop fair like that's that's also a way to make a record that's just not the way he wants to do it
0: yeah yeah a way to differentiate yourself without necessarily putting down other people's choice of making music right though apple bottom jeans and boots with the fur what the <laughs> very, fuck was very, that
1: very very bold call out not really, it's not a bold call out but yeah very fuck that man fuck all that music that we grew up having to hear through radio stations
0: yeah whenever i hear that music just whenever i hear that music it makes me upset it makes me physically sick, <laughs> and whenever I hear Kid Cudi's <laughs> music, it makes me a little more happier. I
1: like killing it. Track number eleven
0: is whatever.
1: whenever <laughs> we got. That. You're you're slaying it, man.
0: Slay, yes, Queen Slay,
1: yes, Queen, yes, Joey Slay. This one has kind of an em- empty metronome beat kind of thing, starting with the word focus when, he, when they say focus, and it really like grabs my attention to focus on what he's about to say kind of a thing, which was probably his intention. Uh, not getting into the lyrics just yet, but like it just, it was a, a very interesting way to start the track, just saying focus. <laughs> nothing else going on really pulls your focus. Uh, it's got some string swells that come in at his command. Like he mentions them and the lyrics it's, and the strings yeah. swell in. It's its beautiful. There's some sense in the chorus section, but very cool track. Man.
0: I would still just have the urge every time I hear the word chorus.
1: wait the chorus <laughs> <laughs> Man, go listen to Kid Ghost, people
0: Do it, listen to this <laughs> album And then listen to Kid Cuddy Ghost I mean, I think anything
1: else Ka- that Kid Cuddy's touched
0: I think Kanye and Kid Cuddy Were like working together around this time I don't know if necessarily on this mixtape But I know they were Going into Man on the Moon era stuff Yeah
1: Because so. uh, Kanye's been featured on Most of Kid Cuddy's albums
0: Yeah I think, if not all of them They had a period of time where I think they had a falling out Bef- oh, well, I- for like a little bit before Kid Cee goes, like I think Kid Cee Ghost announcement was a surprise. What? But I don't I don't keep up with the hip hop beef. Yeah, that's such a silly thing. Yeah. I I get it.
1: I mean, when when so much of rap is about being better than the other guys, it's bound to happen. Yeah. But I don't know. It's just it's it's is a culture that I am not a part of and therefore struggle to understand sometimes.
0: Yeah. And but- yeah the, the song it's not about that. It's not. It's, it's about uh, wanting a a woman, and yeah. whenever and however she's got him. That's a love song. Yeah, I, I i i would I would classify it as a lust song. Well, sure,
1: but L- lust is how rappers show love.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and I mean, like it. It makes it, the song placement makes sense because you know after a lust song, like. You got you just laying in bed pillow talk. Like I'm going to back up. It was, no, I'll...
1: it was an no, expert segue. No no, 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 Track number 12 is pillow talk. I just want to call it one line specifically. Do it. That uh, I caught and I want to want kudos to you. She, he says you dance in my mind like justice, <laughs> which <laughs> me as as a nerd, uh, justice is a, a group, a electronic dance music producer production i don't i don't know how many people are involved i'm not like super into to knowing a lot of that <laughs> stuff about justice regardless there's a song by justice called dance it's D A N C E, and the line was a reference i really like that album by justice and that's why i wanted to call it out because maybe if you haven't listened to cross by justice you should go do so
0: well you know what that song actually made me listen to that because i heard that album and i was like who's justice and then i it's looked so it up good. it's and... so, they
1: released a Help him a few years back too. Called Woman, I think. Woman, you know you're your woman. <laughs> yeah, woman. like that. Pillow Talk,
0: track number twelve. Boom. This we, one we is made slower. The I just <laughs> backed up. It's slower and more intimate. It uh, it's he it does more singing here, like in his typical style. Yeah. I, I really like the beat and the general feel of the song. It's I'm I'm not usually one for like the slower. I don't know, like. I don't know, like the Barry White type bedroom R&B style. Yeah. Like that type of stuff. It's usually not my jam, but this song, it does it for me. Like, I like it. It's, I mean, it doesn't do that for me, but, <laughs> but, but I, I just like the way it sounds and I can listen to it in a car and sing along. <laughs> I'm sorry. This song does not do it for me. What?
1: I, I don't know. It's This track is, is kind of a hard listen for me, honestly, which hurts to say because I love Kid Cudi. But, like, I feel like more so than any other track, his, like, lack of confidence or experience in, in singing is very evident in his vocals in this track, I think. Just it, I don't know, it feels very rough and, like, it, it faltering in some ways. And it just, I don't know, I, I can't. I'm very picky with vocals. I am I want to be better about it, I suppose, with this track. Is, it, it doesn't. Both the, the lyrical content not being something that I typically listen to and his vocals not not being what I know that they are now. Yeah. It's, I don't know. It makes it kind of hard to listen to that. And I'm not really into R and B in general. So like, I don't know. There's a lot of reasons I dislike this song. I suppose that we're going
0: to, we're going to get some R and B on this podcast. I'm going to hate it, but I'll do it.
1: it. I, I, there are some R and B songs that I'm okay with. I prefer more like soul stuff when it comes to that. When I think of R and B specifically, I think of like again the the pop R and B that was played on the radio when we were growing up that I fucking hated, like Usher and stuff like that.
0: I, okay, I I don't like Usher. I, I guess I'll
1: I, I guess I'll hop on. I cannot handle that music. That is where I draw the line. Maybe some was, older R and B and like more like again more soulful music. I'm totally down for.
0: Yeah, that's what I was thinking with our, like older R and B. But you know, I don't like the radio R and B that was playing whenever we were whenever we were wee youngins. Me was, either, man. I, I didn't I, I like it.
1: I felt like listening to it. I was just begging for someone to come and save my soul. Ha! Ha! You did it. I did it. I made a you segue, it. guys. You did it. <laughs> Track number 13, Save My Soul, The Cuddy Confession.
0: Ooh, there you go. You see? You've got the subtitle there. Yeah. I mean, I,
1: I wrote them down in
0: afterwards, but during oh.
1: my listening experience, I didn't. Anyways, this one's got a really cool jazzy soul beat to it, which I mean, the track's called Save My Soul, so that was kind of fun. Got some cold synths, some crispy bass, some nice drums. It samples Narls Barkley, who's going to save my soul, which I'm a big fan of Narls Barkley. I guess they're kind of R&B as well. Yeah. You could could argue. But again, I feel like that's more like soul music than R&B. But maybe I'm just wrong in my perception of what R&B is.
0: (laughs) That could be, but I also don't have a much different view on what R&B is. So I could also be wrong. I don't know. We're all wrong all the time, always. Don't listen to us. But yeah, CeeLo Green, he's, he's a good singer. I like his voice.
1: Yeah, he is. I guess, to to clarify, Norrells Barkley is CeeLo Green and Danger Mouse?
0: I think. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Danger Mouse. I know he did stuff with Danger Mouse, yeah. and I'm fairly certain it was Norrells Barkley <laughs> that he did with Danger Mouse. <laughs> yeah, so
1: Celo Green, also popular artist and as his own thing. But the song... That is being sampled in this song is a Gnarl Barkley song. I guess is why I'm clarifying.
0: <laughs> and CeeLo Green comes back on uh, Scott Mescudi versus the World, the Indeed. opening track to Man of the Moon Two. Yeah, which is another great album. Go listen to all of
1: Cutty's albums again. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're done plugging other artists within yeah, just... our discussions. We just keep plugging the same artist over and over again.
0: Everybody listen to them. <laughs>
1: Listen to everything that we talk about, guys.
0: Yeah, you for real.
1: Expand your musical horizons to include shitty 90s R&B and songs about boots with fur.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'm sure they've already heard Get Low. Was that the name of the song? I, I do not know.
1: <laughs> I can't, see, when you say Get Low, I think of Lil Jon and the A Side Boys. Get Low. Was that? Not the no. same song.
0: That's not the same song. Yeah, I don't know. This song, though. It's, uh, yeah, it's good. Like, it starts off with that sample. It sounds like it has, like, rain in the background, which is cool. Yeah. Something that I noticed with my headphones that I listen to music through. Uh, <laughs> the, the beat has, like, a cool little guitar line and a nice drum. And, yeah, like you said, it just just feels nice. It sounds good. Yeah, it's kind of like an, it.
1: like an interlude kind of track. It's, it's one of the shorter tracks on the album. I don't have the times up, but...
0: 2.03. Two minutes, three seconds. Yeah. It's, pretty,
1: it's relatively short. It's not necessarily a short song, per se, and it's not an interlude i guess in the typical like 30 second interlude kind of thing but it felt kind of like that just at the point in the album and, and the whole feel of it it just kind of felt like it was just a kind of way to ease you into the, the rest of the album which again maybe he was playing with the idea of having a split album like that into sections but this one's uh lyrically Another fuck the haters song (laughs) talking maybe closer to Cuddy realizing his dream and finding peace with his success instead of worrying about his past friends who criticized him and tried to make him feel bad for living his dream. This is where he's like, he's, he's getting it. He's, he's right there.
0: Yeah. This one I always took as like a, he's making it and he's wondering why it's not helping how he feels, but he's still just like trying to, trying to be like, fuck you guys. I'm making it. But yeah. it's not necessarily helping. It's him. not
1: fixing his mental health problems.
0: Yeah, but you know, thank God he's fresh because <laughs> he's got that going for him. Thank
1: God he's fresh. TGIF, featuring, featuring Chip the
0: Ripper, <laughs>
1: <laughs> who now goes by King Chip. By King the Chip, way.
0: yes. So if you've heard of King Chip
1: and not Chip the Ripper, a I don't believe you because everyone's heard
0: of Chip the Ripper. Man, Chip the Ripper is just like I heard of Chip the Ripper before I heard of Kid Cudi. I think solely because of that <laughs> freestyle.
1: Yeah, I'm trying to think. I don't. I don't know. That might be accurate of me as well. But
0: yeah. it was. A, it was at least a shock whenever I heard a Kid Cudi song that featured Chip the Ripper, and I was like, wait a second, yes. interior crocodile alligator.
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't even think I put two and two together at that point. Cause it was he's on "Higher" right on "Man of the Moon One," and mm-hmm. then he's in. in um...
0: God, dude, "Higher" is such a fucking good song.
1: <laughs> he, he was all, yeah, it is. Uh, he was, King Chip was also featured as King Chip, I think,
0: on yeah. uh, his third just, album, Indicud. Just what I am. Just what I am. Thank you. That's what I was looking for. Yeah also a good song <laughs> also a great fo- oh my god i fucking love that song i'm going to listen to that song <laughs> later tonight
1: but yeah tgif uh, i really like the beat on this one it's kind of sparse and kind of ominous with this like low droning one note bass and it's got some like drippy synths and a buzzer that kind of keeps going off every now and then and chips flow accents it perfectly i think yeah. he he really it was a great call for this track the chorus keeps some of that kind of ominous feel but it adds some keys and changes Little bit to kind of give it a a distinct feeling, uh, but yeah, I I really like the beat in this track.
0: Same here, and it also ended up on Man on the Moon as a bonus track. Well,
1: wait, does that mean there's four? Then
0: there's four songs from this mixtape on Man on the Moon, three of which are bonus tracks, one of which is Day and Night. Interesting, I misspoke originally, I meant three bonus tracks. Whatever I was, I gotcha, I gotcha, yeah, but you know like yeah you described the music perfectly it's fucking great and uh this this one it has more of the braggadocious type of rap stuff yeah. but they both pull it off cuz you know as the kids say they are indeed fresh and <laughs> they really just they just pull it off he's a young fresh fly fool hell yeah <laughs> with some gold <laughs> And you know,
1: he- <laughs> <laughs> we both dropped the ball there. I wasn't even thinking about segueing. It was like, wait a minute, we're I mean, we're at the end of this track, so now we need to we need to move on to the next one.
0: No, it's fine because I mean, Chip like he goes off, but fucking Cuddy's spazzing, dude. Like Cuddy he's spazzing. There we go. Yeah. Cuddy's That's not one to spaz, done.
1: though. Like he's I don't know. I, I feel like Kid Cuddy, again, Scott. If you are listening, no offense at all. You are you are a great musician. I don't feel like Kid Cudi is one of the. Best rappers No no necessarily. I don't know that's I don't know it feels it's kind of fluid because he he doesn't spit fast. he doesn't go off. he doesn't spaz like track number 15 cutty spasm would imply, but he he do, he does rap he does sing rap and kind of like I don't know he he definitely has carved his own little niche area out in the rap game. so to say that he's not a rapper or not a great rapper is kind of unfair
0: yeah i'd i'd say okay so like you think about great rappers and you think about like technical ability and wordplay and i would i wouldn't necessarily say either of those are his strong suit i mean he the like technical ability he can flip a song to his own style really well but if you're going technical ability like speed or Really good, hard hitting pronunciation. Yeah. It's not really him. He's kind of got a laid back, more, I don't know, like feet. I guess slow feel. Yeah, he's chill. word play is fine, but it's more in his ability to properly like describe an emotion and make you feel it through right. the way through the way that he's using the words, not necessarily what the words are or how he's saying them.
1: Right. He, he's a better producer or or musician perhaps. Yeah. Singer.
0: He's a, he's a really
1: maybe. good musician. But not not as good as, as Cuddy Spazzin. Track number yeah. 15.
0: Which I think it's just called Cuddy Spazzin because the sample is Spaz by Nerd? N-E-R-D. I don't know. Wherever Pharrell came from.
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I've never listened to any of their music. I only know that Pharrell came from there.
0: <laughs> but yeah, I mean he he like this one, it's he pulls kudos to him though he pulls in a bunch of big names on this album like yeah. i don't know if they were necessarily big names at the time but he, a lot of big people came through here and just dropped dropped by dropped their little style off and did their thing and he he name drops a lot in this fucking song at the end yeah but, but uh yeah this one it, it picks up heavy it's it may not actually be that much faster paced but the cool electro beat melody makes it feel, I guess, faster.
1: Yeah, it kind of than... has like a, a drum and bass kind of breakbeat feel to a yeah.
0: lot of it. And yeah, I mean, it just, it sounds cool. It's not necessarily my favorite like Kid Cudi song off this album. Like it, I say not necessarily my favorite Kid Cudi song because I don't, It it's not in tune, like I said, with right. a lot of what I would consider to be typical Kid Cudi songs. I oh, guess. but Maui Wow we fine, huh? Uh, you know maui <laughs> Wowie. it's just maui Wowie is I'm a more bitter. fun song it's I'm a more fun bitter. song it's fun
1: <laughs> yeah lyrically again kind of similar to tgif this is another kind of like boastful rap song about being the best in the game and not being
0: stopped cause... dude fucking calls out pitbull as well like where does pitbull come into this like i <laughs> does know he? This... oh he does <laughs> yeah
1: <laughs> and he <laughs> I, like, I mean I, I think it's mostly him just shouting out people that helped him get to where he is i would imagine yeah so, like, through through social networking, right? He he got all of these contacts, and he's just like saying, "Hey guys, thanks, thanks for what part you played in getting me to where I am."
0: Yeah, and I mean, while Pitbull may be Mister Worldwide, Cleveland is the reason, <laughs> and Kid Cudi is is cool.
1: <laughs> yes, Mister World. I fuck it. Side note: I hate Pitbull. <laughs> I really can't stand them. Uh, Cleveland is the reason. It's track number sixteen. Another expert segue oof from Joey, we're coming up on the end of the album finally yes 16 out of 17 track. so it's <laughs> oh got a really chill like night beat to it yeah. it's got some nice synths. very lovely sounding
0: it's yeah like it's just slow flowing i mean it sounds super cool which fits with the theme of the song i guess it's yeah. uh it's more laid back and i don't i don't really know how else to describe it as <clears throat> as well as just saying, it sounds like your slower Kid Cudi song. Yes, yeah. it's, it's got very, like this, which is a good sp- thing.
1: I, yeah. I, love, I love
0: the sound. Definitely, it's more in line with, I guess, the the future Kid Cudi sound as than other songs on this mixtape,
1: like Maui Wowie,
0: <laughs> like Maui Wowie. I guess we're going there. <laughs> I'm just gonna
1: keep throwing Maui Wowie into the mouth.
0: Mau- Mau- Maui is twenty twenty one. Maui Wowie's in. <laughs> hell is out. It's. <laughs>
1: It's a new year, it's a new track to hate on.
0: Uh, You're a new man, you came back from your trip, Maui Waui.
1: (laughs) Maui Waui ruined my trip. (laughs) (laughs) Cleveland is the reason lyrics, uh, as the song title implies, it's just a song about talking about where he's from and and how it made him the cool guy that he is.
0: Yeah. Which a lot
1: of rappers do, I guess, at some point. They'll shout out their, their hometown in
0: a song. Though, you know, I will say... I have been to Cleveland <laughs> and I, I, maybe it's because I don't live there, but dude, there was fucking nothing to do there.
1: It's not because you don't live there. It's because you weren't raised there.
0: You know, and it's also because I wasn't like, yeah, I, I wasn't raised there and I wasn't of age to be at like any bars or anything, but I just remember walking around Cleveland at like 8 PM and there was just like <laughs> nothing. Was closed. It was just, yeah, it was like, it was like where we live where yeah. it's like 8 PM rolls around and you're like, well, the streetlights are on, but that's about
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I live on a highway, and like past like nine p.m., there's no traffic. <laughs> Which I'm not complaining. Yeah, it's fine. It's Peaceful, <laughs> very very peaceful. But I, it's I get definitely to look, look up at the the heavens at night and just see the, see some stars.
0: Nice, dude. Track seventeen.
1: <laughs> it, it was a little stretch. Heaven at night. Yeah, heaven at night. This yeah. one. This, this one, this one, these ne- the- these next bars, though. This ne- what is it? The next, the next verse. I, Scoopity, I poop. Scoopity poop. poop. <laughs> <laughs> this one has a, a lovely Ratatat guitar sample, which, yeah. again, as mentioned earlier in this episode, I, I love me some Ratatat. I'm sure Joey does too. Oh yeah, because um, but but yeah, th- because of that, and and the slow kind of evening feel kind of makes this feel like a cutty track to me. Especially related to to Man on the Moon One, this it's because he samples a lot of Ratatat. Well, I don't know about a lot. He worked with Ratatat a fair amount on Man on the Moon One, I think. And
0: it's, yeah, it's... Ratatat. rat-a-tat. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah, it's it's a great sound to end the mixtape on. It kind Hell of yeah. like it sets up Man on the Moon, I think, in some ways with the sound. And it's, it's it's a lovely track.
0: I agree. This is it's a great night driving song. I yes. love to. Like, where we live, there's a lot of, like, hills. Like, you can go up and overlook the city and surrounding cities. And I just love, like, being up there at night listening to this song. Or even just, like, finding a nice view. And it's just, like, finding that moment. Like, this is a song that gets, like... It's, like, part of me at this point. Just because I've heard it so many times and had, like, good experiences. In the Not even good experiences. Like, it was a great time. But it's, like, it's been, like the the tiny shiny diamond in the middle of just shit parts of my life i guess where it's like you can find a moment of peace and this song has helped that so it's like this song it's not a song i can really be objective about i guess
1: i mean objectively it's fucking great (laughs) hell yeah (laughs) Yeah, lyrically it's it's just about like you know enjoying an evening Right, looking up the yeah. stars and and just kind of dreaming of floating on up there, maybe induced by marijuana, but, it, but you know, it, it's it's more than that because like yeah. it's it's just like I don't know, just the feeling of like staring at the stars and and like you said, something scenic like overlooking the city at night. Like it's it's very beautiful, it's very peaceful, and just kind of feeling like you're you're floating up to the heavens, which yeah, lovely.
0: It is like it's like finding your moment. Where no matter what is happening or what's going on, you can you you can at least look for this 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 little moment that's like your heaven at night and it's just I don't know, feeling feeling having a moment to show you that even though whatever you're feeling right now may be shitty, that there is good that can happen, and if it can happen once, it can happen more than once. And just like, I don't know, it's it's like hope, I guess. Hell yeah.'m I'm, I'm
1: ecstatic that you've shared this album and this song with me because like I, I don't know it, it music is so personal. and everyone listening to a song hears something different and to find those songs that have such a huge impact on you and, and such staying power. In your life especially in such a positive way as you've described it's 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 lovely it's it's what music is about i think or or at least one of the highlights of music existing is is just being able to have those experiences and then being able to share it with somebody and and share it with the world that listens to a podcast <laughs> the world so many people it, i don't know it, it allows you to be vulnerable but also like I don't, I don't, it's fun to share experience which is why we're doing this podcast yeah but yeah I, I'm, I'm glad you had such experience overall i'm glad i finally listened to this album mixtape even though it was forced upon me uh but it, it makes perfect sense as uh, an origins <laughs> album of kid Cudi. i don't think i like it as much as his other albums uh just because again there, there's that kind of like lack of confidence and the lack of experience that is kind of apparent to it um, yeah. But there are definitely some really cool tracks that stand out on this uh, mixtape that I'll be coming back to for sure. And Hell yeah, uh, it makes total sense knowing how many samples are on this and why you like it so much. Again, obviously because of your personal connection, but like just knowing what you like and, and what you enjoy. You enjoy looking up a lot of samples and, and hearing music and finding the origin samples and stuff like that. Yeah. So it makes perfect sense that this is one of your go-to kid cutie albums.
0: <laughs> and was- yeah, and it's I will say it was one of my go-tos and then I kind of hit a stride where I didn't have like my iPod cuz I used to have my iPod. I know fucking Apple fanboy, but <laughs> I'm not by the way. I hate Apple, but <laughs> I had an iPod cuz that's just was the thing of yeah. the time and then it it broke and I hadn't I wasn't living at my parents' house anymore, but my iTunes was on there was on their computer and I was like I'm not gonna go like buy a new mp3 player and just run over the like I don't know I had Spotify so I was like fuck it I guess I'll start using Spotify this album is not on Spotify so I kind of just never listened to it and then I finally got all my music from my parents house to put on my new computer and this was on there and I just the moment I hit play I was like fuck dude this is
1: it, like, it, it left a gap that you didn't realize was yeah. there, and, and now it's filled again. Yeah, it's nice. Well, I'm glad that it's back in your life. I'm glad that we discussed it. It was a fun two weeks, two and a half weeks. I actually didn't listen to it a whole lot on my trip, but I listened to it when I came back and got my got my shit together. But uh, next week, <gasps> we're going to be listening to Peach Pit's album, oh. Being So Normal. <laughs> uh, I didn't have anything prepared to follow up this album. Uh, again, I don't have a huge catalog of hip hop albums. Um, but, uh, yeah, peach pit was, it was fresh in my memory. Cause we talked about passion pit. I thought passion pit was peach pit and I wanted to check out peach pit. So now we're going to check out peach pit with their album being so normal. Came out in 2017. Uh, not really sure what to expect from it as an album. One of the songs on it I have heard and I liked, and I, I really like the song. So I know what that song feels like, but, uh, we're going to fucking we're going to see how we feel about the album and i guess by extension the band next week uh when we discuss it until then let us know what you think uh of this episode of this album again just another plug (laughs) go listen to all of good cuttings music (laughs) because it's all fantastic hell yeah uh you can hit us up on on social media let us know what you think let us know if you have albums you want us to listen to or if you have personal experiences with songs that you want to share i love hearing about that shit because again like it, it's such a big part of music and it's so personal and sharing those stories is is part of the joy of music i think uh but yeah so leave us co- comments uh and until next week i suppose stay on our feedback
0: room. bye Breath.